You're listening to the Heather Duplessis Allen Drive podcast from Newstalk ZB. With us right now, though, I should say seven past six, is Grant Robertson, the Finance Minister, also leader of the House. Hi, Grant. Evening, Heather. Are any more Maori MPs planning to quit your party? Not as far as I know, no. Um, I think obviously we saw what happened last week with Mika, but no, um, we've been working together as a caucus over a long period of time, doing a lot of good things for Māori and a lot of good things for other New Zealanders as well, and, and no, I'm not aware of anybody else. Because um, Shane the Poe, who's close to the party, was on about an hour ago saying that over the next week this is the crucial time and there might be more defections. No, I've got nothing to beg with. I've got a lot of respect for Shane. He's a good man, but um, I don't have anything to support that view. All right. Do you think that Elizabeth Ketty should be booted out of Parliament now that she's quit the Greens? Oh, look, the way the law is structured, um, that is a matter for the Greens in terms of whether they were to invoke Section 55 of the Electoral Act. They've been very consistent in their opposition to that particular part of the Act. So the way the law stands now, uh, no. Um, obviously that's a matter for people to make kind of their own judgment when I, I think the point you might be making is maybe the distinction between a list MP and an electorate MP a little bit there is that right? Mm-hmm. I don't know well yeah. I mean what do you think? You, you, you're yeah, a crossless yeah, look, I mean, I think it's, we have to be a bit careful. Once everyone gets here, we're all MPs, you know, however, whatever route we came to be here. So everybody is treated the same by, by the Electoral Act and by the standing orders. I can certainly see why people might want us to have another look at the, at the so-called walker jumping legislation, and I imagine that may well happen, but unlikely before the election. I, I mean, because it, 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 it looks ridiculous, Grant. Do you accept that? I mean, you've got you've got um, a Labour Party minister quitting, going to another party, and, that, and she gets to stay. You've got a Green Party listing. MP quitting and she gets to stay. Yeah, I mean, I understand for the for members of the public looking at it who, you know, aren't necessarily au okay with every clause in the electoral act, they, they'll probably raise their eyebrows at these actions. The reality is that under the law we have, um, they are possible. When it comes to whether or not um, Mika Fighter has joined another party, of course, for parliamentary purposes, she has not done that. Um, Adrian Rudafe has ordered that she is an independent MP. She's not a Māori Party MP inside Parliament. But I get it. I understand uh, that, you know, for a lot of people observing this, they're wondering what's going on. From our perspective, we're not putting, you know, the people of of the eastern part of the North Island to a by-election when they're still, you know, trying to recover from a cyclone a mere matter of months before a general election. That would be a farcical and ridiculously expensive thing to do. Um, Mika has made her own decision. She has to answer for that. Did you try to help Mika Whaiteri stay in the House so that the Māori Party wasn't upset? No. Did you want her to stay in the House? What do you mean by stay in the house? Sorry. Well, not get booted out of the house. Well, no. From our perspective, no. Look, the decision we took around whether or not we would invoke the Walker jumping law was entirely based on what I've just said to you before. Yeah. No, I'm asking about... the question because you were jumping to the the speaker's defence when he was lost for words at times in the house, and there are reports that you were in and out of his office as well, trying to help him. Again, don't read, believe everything you read in David Ferrer's blog, Heather. Um, <laughs> I, I, as the leader of the House, spend time talking to the Speaker, obviously, because that's a massive part of my job. But no, no, the reasoning for Labour is entirely what I've explained to you. Um, Mika has to explain her reasoning. Are you considering a bank inquiry at all? Um, it's a, it's you know, it's among those topics that people are thinking about for the next Commerce Commission inquiry. Um, I'm not going to preempt Cabinet's decision, which hasn't been made yet, but there's you know plenty of calls for it. It's been something that's been around as an idea for some time, and and so as the Prime Minister said in his press conference earlier this afternoon, I wouldn't rule it out, but we haven't come to a final decision on the next job we're going to be giving the Commerce Commission. Do you agree with the Reserve Bank that the problem is probably a lack of competition? 
Oh, I mean, obviously that would be a good thing to to investigate. Um, you know, we do have a, a large number of, relative to the size of our population, a reasonable number anyway, of banks that are operating. Um, when previous work's been done on this, um, what seems to happen is when we compare ourselves to other countries, the fees and the bank charges and so on that we all pay are relatively similar. The backroom costs of the banks in New Zealand are lower, and that's where the higher profit comes from. They're lower because they're leveraging off 80% of them anyway, are leveraging off their Australian owners. So, you know, there are some reasons there, um, but these are the kinds of issues that would be explored if we had an inquiry. Um, but clearly, you know, the more competition in any market, the likelihood that that will drive down prices. Grant, the labour market's still too tight, isn't it? Getting better. You know, we're obviously seeing a lot of people coming in with, in terms of immigration. It's well and truly exceeding um, expectations. Some say it's getting worse. No, no, well, the numbers don't bear that out. I mean, to the end of February, I think we we're up over 50,000 net migration um, and really strong numbers of visa issuances, bigger than we'd seen before COVID. Clearly, we're coming you know, from, from, from behind here in terms of being able to, to catch up with what was needed. But unemployment's low, and I, and, I, and I accept that. I still consider that that is an achievement in the economy. Forecasters tell us that will go up over the course of this year, but I'd rather be entering this economic slowdown that we're seeing around the world and here in New Zealand with um, unemployment at the level we've got it than a higher level. Okay, did the employment rate though not increase which indicates it's getting tighter? I think, I mean, we saw more people in the, in work. I think we've got about 2.88 million people in work now, 281,000 yeah. jobs added since 2017. So we are seeing jobs come in. Um, but, you know, like, look, I'm not, I'm not pretending that there haven't been issues for businesses to find the right people that they need. Um, and immigration is starting to fill that gap. We've got to keep training our own people as well. Um, but there is going to be, you know, the economy is starting to, to show signs of that slowdown that we knew was coming this year. And that'll have eventually flow through to the employment market, I'm sure. But as I say, I'd rather be in the starting position we're in now. Do you have anything to clear up on the ute tax? Well, there's no such thing, Heather. That's the problem. Oh, is that what you were using? So because I, you knew full well what I was asking, though, didn't you? I, I, I don't think adding the word tax to another word makes something real. Um, if you look at the whole comments that I made in our conversation, I said that the settings of the scheme were going to need to be tweaked and those decisions would be announced in, in the near future, I think I said. Yeah. Oh, come on, though. I said to you, are you going to bump up the ute tax? And you said, ah, well, you no. You need to start calling policies by their name, Heather. And then oh, Grant, you're not really going to do that. It's very Orwellian, isn't it? Like, unless I call it what you want to call it, you're not going to answer no, my question. No, how about just calling it the thing it is rather well, what's than what Oh, it's got a very long it. name. Okay, tell if me you what it is. If you using all of the National Party's lines, then I am going to keep pushing back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, touche, whatever. I'll make sure next time I give it the actual name. By the way, can I just ask, did you get into the coronation? Um, a little bit, um, um, but I did. I can't say I watched the whole thing, um, but it looked like, a, looked like a right old show. Yeah. Are you a Republican, are you? I am, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. I suppose you're allowed to be. Grant, thank you. Appreciate it. Grant Robertson, Finance Minister, Leader of the House, and various other things. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.